Welcome to Low Standards and Pours, Thursday, November 10th, 9.02, right on time, broadcasting just outside of Detroit Rock City, one of the hardest working cities in the world. Welcome all, Carpe. Hey, hey. I was, uh, we're right on time, right? We certainly are. Because <laughs> well, that's, that's how we do it. When we, we get can't. there, we get there. We kept all of our thousands of listeners waiting. So, have mercy. What are we talking about tonight, baby? Uh, I think we're going to talk a little bit about maybe Daryl's house. Uh, yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe some Jones Meadow, possibly. Yeah, I got him cued, too. All right. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, an impromptu show. Uh, there's literally no preparation for this uh, podcast, but we are happy to be on, and we are happy to see our, well... Are our, both, both our listeners? Yeah, both our listeners that are somewhat yeah, both our listeners with us. Maybe. Right. But uh, what's shaking, Bacon? Yeah, so folks, it's time to lower your standards for a drink. Let us battle in your ears for a bit. The following commentary is not endorsed by any public figure, phone app, teething babies. Do not operate heavy machinery while listening to this show. And speaking of which, we're also going to claim fair use because we're playing all the music that we like to talk about. And we're going to talk about the music we like to play. And hopefully the three people who aren't related to us, who may or may not ever listen, might actually exchange real money for the same music that we talk about. Go and buy some stuff. You know, I mean, come on. We're not doing this just for ourselves. I mean, you know, it'd be nice if we could make some money out of this, but we're not gonna. I mean, we're already, you know, in the hole to uh, Jameson Walker, Statler, and Waldorf. Um, You know, 14 grand a month for the disclaimer we never say. But, you know, aside from that, uh, you know, don't copyright strike us peoples. We're playing your music so that other people might actually listen and go, I want to buy that. Yeah. What do you think this it's is? more sales. It's money. Yeah. You know, maybe one out of the 14,000 songs we've played so far, someone might buy one of them. So, you know, that's an extra three cents. So cut it out. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, so um, um, yeah, what do you got? What do you got playing in the background now? Well, you take a wild guess. Uh, it sounds like ZZ Top. It is Lagrange. Yeah, it sounds like and, Lagrange to the top. Yeah, but the cool part about it is, is this is a version no one's ever heard unless you pay attention to live from Daryl's house, which is apparently was it a TV show at some point somewhere? Yeah, so it's um it's Daryl Hall from uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates, and Daryl has <laughs> Daryl a- Hall from 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 Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so they ha- he has a TV show that's been going on for a while. I don't know if it still goes on, but um, I've caught it on cable uh, quite a few times, and it sounds like you're playing Z Top from mm-hmm. those shows. And uh, he has guests on, and they play a little bit of their own music and a little bit of uh, maybe uh, Daryl Hall and John Oates music. And, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a good little program. It takes place right at Daryl Hall's uh, home, wherever the hell he lives. And, in a really um, nice studio basement type yeah. walkout of the basement thing. Was, uh, the videos are really interesting to watch too because you can watch these guys. You're like, the editing's phenomenal. The you know, it's just, just a well-produced show. And yeah, the agree. music actually sounds really good. I mean, yes. I'm playing it through my little stupid computer speakers. I could imagine playing this on my uh, TV with the surround sound. It'd probably be extremely sexy. Right, right. But um, it, I, it, I, I did forget my glasses in the car, so I can't see a thing. So mm. I'm relying on you pretty much 100% tonight. <laughs> well, you know, I think I can handle that. But in, So you told me about this like last night at like yeah. 10.30. And uh, I was already half in the bag sleeping. Yeah. Or I was sleeping and half in the bag, or both. Yeah. Doesn't matter um, which one comes first. Right, I'm sure both were involved. So I get to work today, and I put music on in the background at work on the headphones, and I'm listening to I I li- I don't know how many songs I went through, and it's really interesting because it's like you said, it's Daryl Hall, and he's got a studio band that he just hangs out with, and it's the, usually the same guys that you see regardless of what episode it is in the studio. Yeah, that's band. Too. Um, and they're all really good. But 
then, you know, like the, the guy from ZZ Top is here playing the song. And then, you know, there's, I, I pulled up a bunch of them. He does Joe Walsh. He has the Darius Rucker. He's got all sorts of, and it's, it's really interesting. And, and what's the point of our show, Eric? Really? Um, yeah, that's kind of hard to say. I, th- I think it's, um, uh, Billy, is it Billy Gibbons? Uh, wait, Billy Gibbons, Frank Beard, and vocalist space. Oh, Dusty Hill. Mm-hmm. So, um, let me see, Billy Gibbons, um, drummer Frank Beard, and vocalist bassist Dusty Hill. I think it's Billy Gibbons is the one that we're looking at. I, I think it was Dusty Hill was the one that passed away, if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay. ZZ Top is still, uh, I believe, playing playing live shows. Um, okay. But I think Dusty Hill was the one that, that yeah, Hill passed away mm-hmm. in 2021. Yeah, so... What you're seeing is Billy Gibbons, right? And on that and, video, but and what it is is, you know, and I'm sure there's some with Billy Gibbons playing some of their Hall's music, right? Right, because they go back and forth, and it's just it's just fascinating. Hey, Eric's here. The other Eric, um, yeah, because you oh, can't. Oh yeah, read it what's up, Eric? Eric, two thousand three. So, yeah, it's our good buddy Eric. So, yeah. um. Thanks but for joining. I was going to pull, uh, let's see here. This is a great one. Um, I, I jumped in the middle of it, but, but Joe Walsh shows up. Plays Rocky Mountain Way. And Daryl Hall gets in and sings. Some, what the fuck is going on with YouTube? They suck my ass. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it, it jumped into a commercial, and I don't want to deal with any of that. Oh um, yeah, it's getting a little ridiculous. Like right in the middle, of, right in the middle of the video. Usually, it's at the beginning, yeah. not in the middle. But cheese uh, wheels. Um, but Daryl Hall will come in and sing a verse or a chorus or something, and he's still got a great pipes, man. He does. And you know, to have him do backup with Joe Walsh, I'm sure he's excited about it. You know, because Joe Walsh is a freaking legend. Eagles, baby. Um, but so, I, just, I just, I fell in love with this, watching him, listening to him today, with all the different things going on. Go on. You no, know, it's just great how they recreate music, how these guys get together from different bands, play each other's right. music, show the appreciation, you know? That's what it feels got to me about that show. Well, and that's what our show is about, is appreciating music in, in all the forms it comes in, you know, right? Yep. So, so Joseph Fiddler Walsh, uh, born November 20th, 1947, is an American guitarist, singer, songwriter, career spinning over five decades, been a member of three successful rock bands, James Gang, Eagles, and Ringo Starr, and his all-star band. That's He's right. also he was with uh, Ringo part of the New Zealand band Herbs in the 1990s. He was a member of the short-lived supergroup uh, The Best. So we all know him uh, mostly from The Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with The Eagles. And I'm you sure know. since I'm playing you know, more than 30 seconds of yeah. Rocky Mountain oh, Way, we'll get a copyright strike because the Eagles <laughs> stuff. Well, and, and that's just what happens. Um and, and it shouldn't happen that way that whatever this is this is such a great song remember been good. i was i was dating this girl way back in the 90s i think it was yeah and yeah. um she said that uh the eagles are coming to concert it was their hell freezes over tour right and we went and saw them at uh tiger stadium mm-hmm. we had uh first row upper bowl looking down right on the stage um, Bob Seger showed up, and um, they opened up with Hotel California, uh, played acoustically. And you know what? I, I've always liked the Eagles, but yeah. when you hear them live, I had an appreciation for them. What a great band. Oh, sure. That's just yeah. phenomenal. And his guitar work is phenomenal. Yeah, it's funny. Anyway, so that's... It's, that's yeah, somebody asked me. Somebody asked me way back when... Um, on Facebook, how many concerts have you seen? And oh, okay. I, took it as, I took it as bands. How many bands have I seen that played a full set? And 
the more I think, the more I remember. I'm always forgetting one here, one there, and one here, one there. And I know I forgot oh, yeah. the Eagles, but um, it was a it was a phenomenal show, and uh, they they, uh, they did a great job. So uh, I don't know if they still tour or not. Uh, I think they're losing some of their know. band members, but um, they are incredible band to see in concert. All right, that's enough of them. Um, so this is another one that you had sent me uh, that I thought was really good. Um, and I forgot about this guy. Yeah, I saw him in a concert too. He just the guy, the guy from Faith No More. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Okay. Um, you know the group Faith No More? I remember the group. I can't remember. I, I wouldn't know a band member. Yeah, you'd know him some. Like, like me, you might not know his name. But mm-hmm. um, he opened up for Hilo Green or Gnarls Barkley. I can't remember what he was calling, what his stage name was. Oh, okay. So CeeLo is Gnarls. I forgot yeah, about Yeah, CeeLo Green is the same as Gnarls Barkley. Yeah, okay. and when I went and saw him, I think it was at the um, the Fillmore uh, years ago uh, in Detroit. Um, he was one of those guys you would hear a song like this, and then it would mm-hmm. blend right into like a Rush song, like Tom Sawyer. And then he blended right into like a Doors song, like a Whiskey a no Goat. No kidding. Whiskey, yeah, he was Whiskey that band Bar. Was incredible. Yeah, incredible. He's excellent to see in concert. I don't hear too much about him. Um, you know, I, I track who's coming to concert and yeah, you know, you new, do. New, new albums and all that, but I haven't heard his name in a long time. But if he comes back, um, he's we going to see, see it. Also, yeah. yeah, he's done a version of a Radiohead song, um, and I'm drawing a blank on it, but I'll look it up, um, that he does a great job on. And... Uh, I'll have I'll have the answer for you in a second. Well, he um, just watching him. It, he seems so happy when he's singing. Yeah, yeah. You know, he just it looks like he's really enjoying what he's doing, and his his voice is very unique. Yes. Um, you know, it, it like I said, there's stuff that I appreciate that is not necessarily my bag. I do like this song. Oh, he's got some and, pipe. Yeah, and the more I listen to this song, watching him at this at, at Daryl Hall's place, that's Daryl Hall singing back up with him. Um, yeah. But the more I'm watching him, I'm like, I bet this guy would just be so much fun to see, because he he's like, you can see the energy. He's so excited yeah. to be performing, and there's no audience. It's just the, the band in right, right. This huge house type and it's just amazing yeah it's a big barn kind of thing yeah like you know it it looks pretty cool and they just you know and there's some interviews and stuff there and and again if find the uh live at daryl hall's house um and and there's interviews and stuff and there's like you know i'm i'm only playing the music parts but there's some yeah. stuff that they do before and after um, talking about, you know, little, just little tidbits of information that you pick up and go, Oh, that's really cool. I never thought about yeah. it that way. And they're just, Oh yeah. Well, cause he plays a guitar like this and I play it like this. And then we sat together and then we made this new sound and Oh yeah. And you're like, Oh my God, that's, that's how music is made is you just sit around and, and yuts with the instruments. Yeah, do me a favor. Play Gnarls yeah. Barkley Reckoner. R-E-C-K-O-N-E-R. Reckoner. And it's a Radiohead cover. And if you listen to Gnarls play it, and if you listen to Radiohead play it, they're very similar. But Gnarls has that, just that real kind of electric, you know, strong voice that comes out in the way, the style that he sings. But play that, and then maybe jump over and just you know, play a little bit of uh, Radiohead Reckoner and kind of see the difference. All right. See if I can pull this up. This is his live version of it. Oh, I remember this song. Yeah, we played it a little while ago. Yeah. Maybe I'm not a... Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we tend to do a lot of things, but... Um, we overlap a little bit. A little here and there. 
but uh, I'm not a big Radiohead fan. Yeah. But I, I do enjoy one or two of their songs here and there. It's, it's, it's not like I could... They're not a band I could sit there and listen to the whole album all at once. Well, if you they're listen a, to OK Computer, is a great album, and they're, yeah. they're really diverse, but yeah. the style of music... I don't know if they're into the long haul. Um, in fact, the lead singer, Tom York, is into a band now um, called The Smile. And they're, they're yes. coming to um, Masonic here in Detroit, but I checked on tickets. It was too expensive. I, I don't know enough about them to see them. I don't want to pay 200 bucks for a ticket and, you know, have it be kind of a flat show. So, I mean, you guys are brilliant, but I'm just not sure if I want to do it. Yeah, 200 bucks is pretty steep. Yeah, they're pretty expensive. Um, so this is Gnarls doing Reckoner live. And here's... You can hear the strength of his voice, you know? Oh, yeah. This is the Radiohead. Yeah, flip over to Radiohead and do Radiohead Reckoner. Just play, like, you know, whatever, the first half minute or minute or whatever. Yeah. And um, you'll get an idea. So of his, it, yeah, his cover is pretty true to it. Um, the, uh, what do you call it? The band does this part pretty, uh, pretty honestly, uh, in their live show there that we're just playing. I'm waiting for the, the vocals to kick in to see the difference between Donald's and Mr. Radiohead guy. You know, the other band that did this really well was, uh, Bare Naked Lady. I saw them two or three times. And they would they would go from one song they'd play, be playing their own song, yep. And they would blend right into like again it was like Rush, Tom Sawyer, and just play the crap. Out of oh my God, you, you thought it was Rush, just sitting there right in front of you, you know? But they played That's it so cool. well. Yeah. Yeah. I think I like I like Gnarls better because I just like his voice. Yeah, there's just got, something about that. There's a uh, a background note that he hits in just about every yeah. note it that he does. some history to what, what he thinks. Yeah. So that was uh, that was Gnarls Barkley and Radiohead. Um, I was gonna play this for the beginning because you and I were like trying to get going. Oh yeah. And it's like the calling like, voice. Yeah. Are you ready, Eric? Okay. <laughs> that would have been a good intro. Yeah, I know. Let's go. Let's go. Um, but then, you know, it was between that or, or... Well, we should be looking at the World Wide Web by now. Well, does the World Wide Web look like two old coots with nose hair? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> that's um, that's our boys Statler and Waldorf uh, yes. of the of the legal team, which is a great way to, to roll right into the requisite. Um, the legal team of Jameson Walker, Statler, and Waldorf provided us with the following disclaimer to keep us out of jail and keep us from getting sued for whatever stupid shit that we do on our show. But uh, it goes like this. Please listen at your own risk. These guys are moderately insane. The views expressed by the host are not necessarily those rational human beings. All shows are poorly researched, presented by idiots. That's you and Eric. Any semblance of intelligent thoughts are purely coincidental and should not be considered factual. This program is not endorsed by any team, committee, group, band, organization, or tribe. No animals are harmed. The production of this show, please check with your doctor prior to listening to the show. Not available in Colorado or Delaware. And that is the $14,000 a month we pay to Jameson, Walker, Statler, and Waldorf, the legal team that keeps us out of jail. Yes. Um, any other little quips and things you want to throw at us, Eric? Before no, you know, back into a couple other before songs. Before we talked about the show, we weren't really sure where we were going with it exactly, but um, some of our best shows have been, been kind of the impromptu shows. So I guess yeah. we just kind of keep running with it. And uh, we talked a little bit about um, Jones Meadow. I don't know if you want to give me that quite yet, but. No, not yet. Short little story behind that. I was gonna throw this is from uh, live from Daryl's house, the website, which is live from Daryl's house.com. Um, and you can, it's really easy to navigate. You can go to episodes, and each episode is got 
and there's all the little bits and pieces with the, the pre-talk that they do before each song, um, a little intro, you know, Daryl talking about who's coming and why and all that stuff. It's really neat. A lot of information on this website, too. You know, one of the things we should touch on is, in the future, is MTV Unplugged. I mean, that was phenomenal. Mm. It's one of the best shows that I've seen on the video. You know, or live on on TV, they did a great job um, with um, kind of the. Um, was it, which was MTV? Well, you know, MTV unplugged, had like right? Tom Waits, yeah, unplugged. They had Tom Waits. They had Nirvana. They had all these great bands on there, and they just yeah. did a great job with how they you know set it up and delivered it. Um, it wasn't overly produced. It's just kind of like what the band played, and you got out of it what you did. You know, it didn't feel like it was a recording. It was like hours of editing or rehearsing. They just went and played. And MTV yeah. Unplugged, I think, kind of goes forgotten a little bit. And some of the best things that I've seen on video over TV has been MTV. Yeah. You know, but that well, reminds MTV, me of Daryl, you know? Yeah. MTV used to be. For, for those of you who are uh, exactly. under 30, uh, MTV used to be this this program, this brand new thing on cable, where it was a whole channel and all they played was music videos. Yeah. You, That's all it was. What crossed my ass is that when cable was sold to us back in the like early 80s, it was commercial free. Right. And I, you know, it, it, it just you pay all this money to watch mm-hmm. this stuff and it's Full, full of commercial. You know, it's gotten so ridiculous. You know, well, unfortunate, you know, very unfortunate. What, yeah, what gets me now is like Hulu. You can buy, you know, eight bucks a month, but you have commercials, or you can pay yeah, fourteen dollars yeah. a month. I don't care if I'm paying you money. Then, you know, if you're going to give me a commercial, give me you know a minute and a half of it at the beginning of the show, and never again. Yeah, I wish they would just run a commercial. You know, like remember, like if you watch like football or you know maybe you know college ball or whatever, and yeah. they run the ticker, you know, underneath the yeah. what, what's being played. That's fine, but every time they break out to give you another pill commercial, it's getting <sighs> absolutely yeah. ridiculous. I mean, oh, I'm that's why I like you know, watching. That's why I watch soccer. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm getting you get forty five minutes commercial free. Yeah, is it really? Yeah, they the, I, I the clock starts when the kickoff starts, and it's forty five minutes a half. You get forty five solid minutes of fucking action. Some of I it's know. boring I action, but they, there's no really. commercials. Yeah, yeah, it's commercial free. You know, and then you know the halftime show is you know thirty eight seconds of commentary and then fourteen minutes of commercials. Well, this is fine. I, I don't care. I can make something about- in the kitchen. You guys have TiVo at home or no? Well, I don't call it TiVo. It's the um, we actually have like our regular cable, and yeah. it's it's got the recorder thing, so I can pause, walk away, come back, press play, and it starts up again right where it was. And if it, oh. if I do it, if I do it like during a regular commercial show, I can pause it for five minutes while I do whatever I do, and then the next commercial break, I can just fast forward through. Oh, I got you. TiVo, yeah, you can skip through the commercials. Kind of the same thing. You record yeah. it, and then you just kind of skip through. And that's yeah. where I'm, I, I was looking on Amazon. You can get on Amazon. TiVo's been around, obviously, forever. But right. um, I'm just getting to the point where I'm so annoyed with just the general TV and, and the commercials. It's getting more than ridiculous. So and that's I'm continue watching my home and garden TV shows and whatever. Yeah. TiVo is going to be. That's why I'm, like, fine with Netflix. Yeah. I can, well, I can it's only find a show and you know press play and walk away and be done. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all um, need to start sharing, like uh, you know, maybe our our passwords and stuff. So we only pay for so much of it, you know. Right. I get Apple <laughs> TV and I get Netflix through uh, through fuckballs and um, I, I bootleg my cable off my mom. But um, I'm getting ready to pull the plug on some of it because it's just kind of difficult. Well, I'll but tell anyway. you, here's what, one of the advantages of having kids is um, 
one of the kids is paying for the Hulu. One of the kids is paying for the there you go. Um, the Apple TV thing. Yeah. Um, and I think the other one is paying for the Netflix. So yeah, what, you know, I mean, what it's, you, it's what do you got? What do you is, got screwed up? What is that? This is Papa was a Rolling Stone. Yeah. Who's seeing it? Daryl Hall. Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah. And this is like it may not be as good as the original, but damn close. It's got a certain fun to it, you know. It's um, the guy from Train is singing with him too. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it one. Yeah, and you know this is eleven years ago. I don't even know who the guy is from Train. Uh, you know what? I'll think of his name in a second. Uh, anybody that listening, feel free to type it in. But it's got a good uh, voice. Common name, you'll know it. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, and there's a couple other show uh, songs that Train did with Daryl here in this episode, and they just like they're like they're just having a blast. And yeah. This is what music's supposed to be about. It takes you somewhere. Let's see. Right. Yeah, I'm just looking up uh, the band name of Train. And let me see. Can't see. Um, blah, blah, blah. um so lead, some glasses. Vo- yeah, lead, yeah, lead vocalist and drummer Patrick Monahan. Um, Sounds bass, familiar, yeah. Rob Hotch- Hotchkiss. Um, oh, okay. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but that's not the person I'm picking up. But anyway, it's, um, I don't have my class. That's all right. But this you is a good jam. Yeah, this is a yeah. good jam. Well, you know who else did a great version of this? I'm going to have to pull it up here. Um, Stone. It was, it was funny. I was at my mom's today, you know, just kind of looking after yeah. and I said, Mom, I said, I'm a, I, um, I got on YouTube and I can get it onto the TV and I'm listening to some of the stuff that I listen to, you know, just kind of giving her some updates on what I do with my life and the bands that we see and stuff like that. And she's like, right. I, I put on like Crystal Method and Prodigy and all these other ones. She's like, who the hell is that? Jesus, they love you know, whatever. But it's an 83 year old woman, you know, that is kind of lived off like Neil Diamond and, uh, um, what's his face? Who's the, the um, uh, Frank Sinatra. You know, but I was playing her right. like Gary Clark Jr. and all these different ones, Black Keys, and she thinks I'm crazy. Some of the stuff that we listen to is kind of funny. Billy D's with us. Billy D. Billy D in the house. Billy D was uh, giving me a hard time, says uh, low standards pours. If I'm going to win underwear, it could at least be his girlfriend's or his wife's or his girlfriend's wife. And for the life of me, I can't figure out how to change that. It took me like two hours to figure out how to edit that. And right. it might take me four hours now to figure out how to get it back. But I laugh when people write in and say that. What's up, Doss? I love that stuff. Yeah, Doss is here too, by the way. Yeah, we're just kind of leaving this whole show. It is yeah. about Daryl's house from Daryl Hall and uh, John Oates. Um, does his own little... Uh, so we we were listening to Daryl and Train do Papa Was a Rolling Stone, but it reminded me of this one because it's just a, it's a little more funky. Yeah, you know who this is? This is our our Detroit boys. This was not was. Oh, gotcha. I was just gonna yeah. say, it's familiar. Don Was is just talented. Well, yeah, he was on. Um... Uh, well, he's okay. doing an NPR um, show with What's Your Face, yeah, Friday nights. I just got sick of the Um, how's your name? <laughs> Andalisi. Um, Andalisi, yeah. Yeah. And that's a great not. show, too. She gives me so many cool ideas. Yeah. And then I forget them I mean, because yeah. it's Saturday afternoon when I hear them. And then the next thing I know, I'm drunk in an alley somewhere and I can't remember what the <laughs> hell I was thinking about. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you some stories about that later on. Not with me. No, well, some friends. I had a friend that was Irish that went to school at U of M, and uh, just couldn't keep his shit together. Woke up on the streets and whatever. Brilliant kid, (laughs) but had drinking problem. (laughs) Well, sometimes that happens. Yeah. 
So this is John Resnick uh, up at uh, Daryl's house. And, you know, I just was trying to pull up songs that were famous, famous guys, and just, you know, the original artist is playing just him with a different band, and it's a whole different, sort of a different interpretation of their own song. Right, right. And they're like in on it and everything. <laughs> yes, Daryl and his other brother Daryl, who is right. not Daryl Hall. Yeah, Billy D, you're awesome, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> he says every time I say Daryl, all I can think of is that stupid old show. Uh, this is my, this is my brother Daryl and my other brother Daryl. That was uh, Bob Newhart was in that show. Uh, yeah, you don't, you don't hear too much about John Oates, but you hear a lot about Daryl Hall. You know, mm -hmm. they they still tour together. I, I'd love to go see him, but. Uh, the timing hasn't been right yet. They, they play out your way, out uh, like, I don't know, Sterling Heights, Michigan area. Yeah, 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 at, yeah. Uh, they they uh, put out um, there, but then maybe um, Meadowbrook. The, I don't know. The, there's, there's, a, there's a little concert place on 16 Mile that they do it. Uh, no, he never woke know, up with... Well, Eric, you explain it to him. Yeah, that was before... Uh, that was before Bill. So I had a... I had a buddy that was named Brendan that had a, a real bad speech impediment, but was a brilliant kid. So, oh, Brendan, yeah, kind of. Um, God, do you remember? Do you remember Brendan? Do you remember? No, I don't. I'm, probably, I'm yeah. actually, I've never met him. Yeah, but um, he was like one of those kind of just odd kids that was way too smart that had a big drinking problem, and he would go out and party at the bars out at University of Michigan. And then I'd hear about the next day how he like passed out in some like old building or something or somebody else's house and he'd wake up and <laughs> didn't know where the hell he was at. But he had the he had the funniest stories, but God rest his soul, he passed away from complications oh. of diabetes. But uh what a great kid he was, man. He was a great guy. Big heart, man. You know, and that's the thing, is a lot of people are like that. Yeah. Great, he never woke up with heart. a little on his face though. Uh, that was, was kind of pre-Bill, so. Yeah, but, you know, you hear about that. It's like really smart kid, really, you know, whatever, has a little bit of a problem with something else. And we've all got problems with something. Yeah. Everybody's got something, but everybody's got, most everybody's got more good shit than they have the bad shit. Yeah. You know, let's just focus on the good shit and be good to each other, right? Yeah, well, Billy I mean, D wants on, to know who's got the porn stash. I don't know if I've got porn anymore, you know? I, I, I you, Bill may have some Playboys from the seventies, but who knows? I've been married for thirty years. I don't need that shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, we all got curiosities. I, I've been fully ignored for a long time, so I don't need any. Yeah. you might. I don't know, Bill. You might have. You might like those Alaskan women or something. Those Eskimos or whatever. I don't know. Sure, because you know why wouldn't you? I mean, really. Very popular ad. The sportos, motor hits, geeks, sluts, bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. Yeah. It's funny. So there's, there's that for you. Ferris um, Bueller. Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. That was um, funny. Uh, Rooney, remember Rooney, the, the, the principal? Um, his assistant, the, the one that you just heard, she reminds me of my mom like 20 years ago. That's exactly the way she talked. She's pulling all those like pens out of her hair. That's yes. exactly my mom, 100%. <laughs> well, and your mom is hilarious. When she is. We, we got to figure out a way to get her back to reality a little bit and do a I'm, show I'm with back your mom again. Florida. We had her on like for about five minutes one time, and it was the funniest damn thing ever she just yeah she just doesn't get any of this and I, I try to educate her but she's just too far i think she's too far beyond that point where she thinks because she touches a computer she's gonna launch a missile or a rocket or something or whatever and i'm like man don't worry but i'll tell you what to do but she gets too nervous and and kind of uh whatever well Confused. here's another one um as i'm totally you know interrupting you because you know what no go ahead um, it's another one, and I'm gonna say this, uh, Billy D. You gotta hear. I want you to want me. 
Um, so again, live from Daryl's house. Yeah. That was uh, cheap trick. Yeah. Um, the lead singer dude and the guitar dude, three of the dudes from Cheap Trick are playing at Daryl's house. Oh, no kidding. That's awesome. I, yeah. I never saw that one. Um, and before this, uh, they're talking to each other and they're like, yeah, we're going to do the version from Budokan. And they Budokan? just, I mean, yeah, when they did Live at Budokan in Japan, yeah, that's the album. That was okay. the al the live album Cheap Trick did in the late 80s um, or early 80s or whenever the hell it came out. It was just so, I mean, it was all of their hits all at once on one album and it live great versions of it. Right. Um, I never got into but, Cheap Trick. I, I liked their songs, but I never really fouled them all that much. I really, really did like Cheap Trick. Might be up Dawson's Alley a little bit. Yeah, like, I, I you like Cheap probably, Trick? Yeah, he's probably got some vinyl stuck in his collection somewhere. That's a couple of Cheap Trick. Yeah, the, they're all they're all talking dirty on the, on our chat. For a I know while. they're all talking about like. Yeah, exactly. But um, Doss, <laughs> your feelings on Cheap Trick? Getting any thoughts there, Doss? Billy Dean, any of you guys? Doss, you saw him live. Where did you see him live? When? Dates, places. I is it Dawson? Is he a Texas boy? He's down in Houston or something? I think Dawson's like down in Texas. Yeah, somewhere down there. Got it long Chief Trick tape. was his stripper name. <laughs> way to way to bring You're it right. back to nudity, Billy. <laughs> Chief Trick really was my stripper that, name. Right. Which is different than, you know, Easy El Carpe. <laughs> you are easy, that was, though. A, that was a whole different night. Most of you weren't there. Um... Massachusetts. Oh. Springfield Civic Center. Massachusetts. Who lives in Massachusetts? Well, Boston lives in Massachusetts. Yeah, I guess. Or I just watched um yeah, I just watched Goodwill Hunting with my mom the other day. So I guess yeah. I can remember. Yeah. She said she never she never saw it and she likes Matt Damon, so I fired it out. And what did she, she think of the movie? Well, no, she fell asleep about quarter of the way through. Well yeah. <laughs> Watch our mouths, yeah. yeah. That's damn straight, baby. What was the other band from Boston? Uh, the, the kind of uh, punk rock, uh, um, Celtic. Um, not, um, who am I thinking of? They, they tour a little bit here and there. Oh, yeah. those guys from the place with the thing with the deal. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it in a second. Not the. I, I want to do mainly Boston, but not mainly Boston. Uh, no, money, money, Boston's are different. Drop, yeah, exactly. Dropkick Murphys. Yes, Dropkick exactly. Murphys are great. Yeah, they tour every once in a while. Good mean to go see that. Maybe one day we'll, I'll drag you out. We'll go see them for mm -hmm. a show. That'd be fun. All right, so that was I want you to want me. Uh, live from Daryl Hall's place. I think that was Rob. You know what? I think that was Robin. One of Robin Williams. One of his better films that he that he was in. Oh yeah, he was he was that he was dramatic. He, he was yeah. dramatic and funny. Yeah. In that one scene where he talks about um, his wife farting in the sleep. <laughs> right, right, exactly. That was that was improvised. Was it and really? Matt, yeah. Uh, well, I saw a couple of things on that, and that was improvised. He would he was riffing, and Matt Damon's laugh that you see on the in the in the film. Yeah. Is was that honest. It was right. the laugh was honest because he's like, I can't believe you're telling me this shit. This is hilarious. <laughs> he's like, I just yeah. and and it just um mess around with it. Mess you know, Robin Williams, baby. he's a Bloomfield Hills boy, grew up is in he? Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. Yeah, his dad was a exec with either GM or Ford. I can't remember. I think it was GM. Then they moved oh. somewhere else. But yeah, he was uh, a probably knew my dad. Yeah, maybe my, my dad was a guy at uh, General Motors. If he was yeah. downtown. Yeah, it might have been. Um, this is uh, Ellie King. Yeah, she's coming to concert. I, 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 love her I don't voice. know a lot about her. I don't either. I know this song. Kind of country. Because of my kids. Wow. Yeah, she's. And this is Daryl singing with his other brother, Daryl. 
and this is I did see this. That's right. I did see this. Um, but this is a fun song, and like I said, her voice is she's, so nice. She's not the most sexiest person. Physically. No, sexy the way she sings. A lot of confidence. Yeah. Well, I mean, is is the physical shape that you carry? Is that what defines you? Or no, is of it course what's inside? It, exactly. Yeah. I think that's the uh, problem with she, America. Yeah, yeah they don't well, look into somebody's mind. You know what? Well, you know, what do you have to offer? She's big person. She can play guitar. Band. She's got a lovely voice, and she carries herself with confidence. That's beauty. Yeah, I agree. And, and she's not physically unattractive. No. She's got some pounds on her. So what? Yeah. She's a healthy, she's a healthy girl. You might not do me, but I do it. <laughs> there are animals that wouldn't do you, Eric. But, hey. um, oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did I say that out loud? I rarely wear underwear, and when I do, right, it's usually exactly. You know, I was just thinking about that the other day. I, I can't remember why I was thinking about that, but that is funny. Stripes? Stripes? Yeah. Rarely they wear underwear. Mm. Um. I know a little bit. We talked about so I was watching a uh, a documentary on YouTube with my mother because I'm looking after her, and she's from um, the Cal- well, her family is from the Calumet Copper Harbor area in Michigan in the UP uh-huh. Upper Peninsula. So I'm watching this documentary on these people that are traveling, going through some you know, different state parks and things to see up in that. So in other words, if you took kind of um, the, the, the state of Michigan, or if you look if you look at the upper peninsula, and you look at the point that kind of sticks up north, Copper Harbor is. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking at this documentary about Copper Harbor, and there's some background music. So I, I um, was looking up to see who was on the background music, and it was a band called jones meadow and it kind of caught my attention and i'm like you know what you know maybe we should you know just give a little shout out to uh jones meadow and uh so they're are they from michigan pardon me is is this a band from michigan or you have no idea no no this documentary about some people that were just traveling to michigan they had this on as the background music this this song was in the background it was Jones kite? Meadow Kite. Yes. Yeah, this is what's playing right now. It's Jones yep. Meadow Kite. Kite, as in go fly a kite. Yeah. I'm sick of looking at you. Go fly a kite, kid. Yeah, which I think my mom And you had, you had sent this to me, what, earlier this week? Yeah. Three, four, uh, maybe Monday or Tuesday or something like that. Yeah. And, and I popped it on while I was working and just let it play in the background while I'm working. I'm like, oh, my God, because there's no real video to this. Right. Um, and I, I'm just listening. I'm like, this is funky and kind of like emo, but kind of cool, but kind of, it's got a, it's got that weird, electronic something, beat. yeah, you it's know? just weird, but I can't not listen to it. Yeah. You want to listen to the whole song. You want to see how it comes. It's like, I want to know what's going on. What's going to happen next? Yeah. And, you know, here Probably we are talking over the song, but, you know, yeah. you got to go and buy the damn thing or go listen to it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's the other thing. Is, is we always try to say is, as much as you can, try to go to, if you're going to go on YouTube and listen to a song, try and make sure that you're going to the actual artist's website or their, right. their YouTube channel or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, that they, they get metal. credit for the views. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, and, and give them the credit for the views. If you like their stuff, subscribe to them or whatever, because then it, it, you know, it's it's all how the little mechanics work behind the scenes or whatever the algorithms or whatever you call it. All that shit works. But the more you listen to a song that you like and make sure you're listening to it by the actual band on their particular channel, then there's a better chance that they're going to actually get some kind of dollars for it. Right, and right. That's all we ever do is we love music. You and I are not talented enough to play music ourselves. 
No. Did Did you take Did you study an instrument when you were a kid? Um. No. No. I I didn't have a choice of uh, art appreciation or music appreciation as an elective. I chose music. Right. So when I was a little, I played piano, and then uh, I played French horn. I played uh, guitar. I played, uh, I think, two other instruments. I can't remember what they are. Wow. Uh, all horribly. Probably all of them I played. Flute? Maybe skin flute? You played the skin flute? Um, not for a long time. <laughs> um, Wouldn't touch that thing. Hell no. I know. It was ugly. But um, I, I played all these instruments horribly. Yeah, but I did learn enough about music to understand that I can still read music. I can plink through on a keyboard, reading music and go this because I still recognize what notes mean on the paper right. to match them up with the keys, which is nice. But I have I've never had any rhythm myself. I it can't dance. Seems like it's easier to memorize to memorize the sound of the music than it is to read mm -hmm. the music. I know nothing about it, but it just seems well, like there's a lot of a lot of musicians out there that memorize the, the beat, sounds. They music. always say like the Beatles never really understood the theory of music. They just played right. what they wanted to play, um, and they did fine. You know, and there's a lot of great artists out there that can't read music. Yeah, they just pick up the instrument that they make the sounds that they want to make with it. And that's fine. Buddy Guy was one. Am I not right? Buddy Guy, I think, was one. David he Grohl was one. one. Yeah, yeah, these guys all play a lot of instruments. They play by sound, not by mm -hmm. by how it's how it's written. Which seems like that's the way it's supposed to be played by ear, you know. Well, and it's it's really just comes down to, you know, can they do the song the way they want to do it? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to this one because I just really love this. This is a great version of it. Uh, Papa Rose the Rolling Stone again, Daryl Hall and Train. Um, and we'll, we'll just t keep talking for a little bit about instruments. But th these guys are just, some of these people are just so talented. You know, a lot of them can read music. And they know all the stuff about the, you know, the measures and the timing and all the, you know, 4-4 four, four time, 2-4 time, 3-8s and whatever. Oh, okay, showing off and, now. Yeah, I barely understand half of that crap. I look at four four time and three eighths time. I can't tell the difference. It's right, still a right. black. It's still a black note or a hollow note. I'm not even sure you how know, you record. Uh, well, they got the little circle with a little flag yeah. on it, and yeah. you know I know not, what you know, a. You I know what an eighth. Yeah, I know what an eighth note and the sixteenth note and the full note and whatever. But it's still, I I don't I don't fucking know. But these guys just walk up and go, I'm going to play this, and they just do it. Right, yeah. right. But I think yeah, once, that's right. I think I, you know. I, I think it's a um. Oh, I, I think once you learn like the basics, then you just expand from there, right? Yeah. It seems like um, it's you don't have to be taught every song, but once you understand how a guitar works, then you just learn how to play that next song based on the simple chords. You know what I'm saying? Right, and I mean, also you know, after I, that, just technique. I I had well, such a hard time I with guitar. I'm even talking about. I can play piano because I can plink it out, and well, you, each note had a representation. We're not talking little, about chopsticks. No, but I'm just saying the 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 symbols on the paper had a representation on the keyboard, which I understood. But when yeah. it came to guitar, it was like. Uh, a certain you know letter meant a certain chord and you had to have your fingers in a particular way at a yeah. certain number of frets and i'm like i i don't get how that you know that, you know what that means to me more drinking and more marijuana and i don't yes. have the capacity to figure that shit out i just don't right i would rather I write just well listen. i don't speak well <laughs> that's about it I would, yeah <laughs> I just would rather listen to the guys who know what they're doing. Right, exactly. I, I will give you money. Please make the music pretty. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like it's art just... appreciation. People talk about art appreciation for hours. I don't see it. I don't know. 
It just looks yeah, like a picture to me. It's a fucking picture. Wonderful. Bravo. <laughs> I love that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. And I know well, that I, you know I do that just for you. I do that every time just for you because I know no, it makes you laugh. No, my favorite one. My favorite yeah. one. Uh, um, I'm done with that. Except for some 16. Well, no, 16 candles is a close second. But uh, no more up, Yankee, my wanky. The donger is tired. Time. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, let's wrap up this bad motor scooter. Um, we're a little bit shorter than we usually are. Um, I had a busy day. Um, no yeah. rehearsal. We got our legs cut off at the knees. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll a little bit more for, for next week, or maybe we'll do a little cameo impromptu uh, show between now and uh, next Thursday. But um, what do you got for us, Bill? Well, uh, I'm going to test your uh, close out the show skills. Yeah. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to fade this down. I'm going to let Papa was a Rolling Stone play for a little bit as a background to this you still hear you still hear papa was a rolling stone yeah yeah all right so you just cut it when you're when you think it's right all right you betrayed me honest i had a flat tire i didn't have enough money for cash there my dust didn't come back with cleaners an old friend came in from our town we love you folks be good to each other out there sounds like me when i was a kid i rolled in a little bit too late Trying to explain this to my girl. Oh, I swear to God! <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks everybody for listening to Low Stands and Pours. Run every Thursday, 8.30. Well, sometimes nine o'clock, but usually around 8.30. Um, we're always looking for suggestions, and we appreciate everybody that comes and listens to us, uh, including you, Billy Dean, and uh, Doss that, uh, whatever, left. But um, take a listen, spread the word, and uh, next week we'll have another great talk for you guys. And Remember, if you, have any you haven't paid for this. Then I'm over. Yeah. All right. You haven't paid for this when you're disappointed. No. You have nothing to complain about. You can turn us off anytime you want. Just be good to each other. Be careful. Be creative. <laughs> be All right, there, Al Carpe. Uh, We're on the hearse, unprepared, unprofessional, inept, ill-tempered, illiterate, flagrantly flamboyant. What? Whip up some liner notes for me, too, because I'm way too lazy to do that right now. Yes, dear. All right. Uh, Good day to everybody, and uh, be safe, and uh, just hang up the goddamn phone.